WPT, this is Lindsay. Fourth quarter is here and the renewal of insurance and employee benefits is happening right now. We are accomplishing cost savings and benefit improvements for many WPT members and will be calling you about your plan. Spend a few minutes with one of our brokers discussing how you can enjoy reduced expenses through a creative wellness tax strategy. Let Security Plus and our partners give you new insight and help you gain advantage in the competitive employee hiring environment. Well, thank you, Lindsay. And thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm Paul Rozeski. Today is the 29th of November, 2023. Happy Wednesday to you. Today is National Chocolates Day, National Choose Women Day, the lighting of the tree in Rockefeller Center, and Daniel's birthday. Notably, today is also International Customers Wrong Day, which will lead us to our first Tony Evers story of the day. So, let's jump into some news together. This first story is one that I skipped last week. Last week's episode was right before Thanksgiving, so it was a little bit lighter vibe with our vacation to the Republic of Kugelmoogle. This week, we head back to the Supreme Court. But first, we take a detour through Manaqua and drive by the Manaqua Brewing Company, home of a political action fund of Democratic supporter and business owner Kirk Bangstad. He has filed a lawsuit, or the lawsuit, challenging the constitutionality of Wisconsin's school choice program, wanting to completely eliminate it altogether. He's following the playbook his fellow Democrats are taking with the redistricting lawsuit. Now, in that lawsuit, the plaintiffs are petitioning or did petition the Supreme Court to expedite hearing the suit instead of having it work its way all the way through the appeals process in the lower courts. They argued that it is urgent to be heard right now because of the imminent elections coming up next year. Opponents submitted opinions with the court arguing that it wasn't urgent. Both sides had reasonable arguments, but the court decided to take the case and hear it directly. For example, Governor Evers submitted a brief with the court agreeing that the plaintiffs with the plaintiffs for an expedited Supreme Court hearing. That brings us back to the school choice lawsuit when the plaintiff petitioned the Wisconsin Supreme Court to immediately take up the case. In the same way, there wasn't nearly as much support. Uh, a number of folks like Robin Voss filed a brief arguing that it wasn't urgent and in a very interesting move, so did the governor. Yes, Tony Evers basically told the court on the record that taking up this lawsuit to completely eliminate the program, yeah, really isn't that urgent. At first, I didn't expect that. It may be one thing to just sit quiet and let it play out, to be on the record to hit the brakes on it. Well, if I think about it, it looks like a strategic move ahead of the election cycles. Because polling is pretty consistent to show that 65 to 70% of Wisconsin residents support school choice. That's important. The last thing Democrats will want is for the Supreme Court to look like it's quickly and obviously cherry-picking political battles. It's a quick way for trust to erode and for a seat to flip in the next election or the next time that one of those seats come up. 
It does look like a case of not everyone being on the same page, which is fitting on the customer's wrong day. In other news, let's loiter around the east wing of the Capitol a bit longer, where the governor's office is. On Sunday, a news story came out that the governor was using an alternate email account as his primary account to communicate and do business. The business cycle picked up on it, and by Monday afternoon, it was a topic on talk radio throughout the state and getting picked up nationally by at least Yahoo, CBS News, Associated Press, and Fox News. At least that's where I saw it. It also made an appearance in the Weekly Insider, the member update newsletter that goes out to our members on Mondays. As they were rolling out the damage control, I saw a comment about how the governor, first lady, and lieutenant governor have used alternate email addresses like this for the past few administrations. It kind of struck me as funny because when I was growing up and I was caught doing something and I used the, well, they did it first argument as my defense, it worked for me exactly zero times. Also interesting is that the former governor, Tommy Thompson, came out and criticized Evers for it. Also, contradicting what he said, some reports I saw later said that all the emails from the account were part of any open records request search, basically saying that no one was trying to hide anything. But, as you can imagine, there are some government transparency groups that simply exist because of a healthy skepticism of government and its history of not always being transparent, and they're filing open records requests. Now, I still can't get that grade school analogy out of my head. It's like kids on the playground. One kid saying, well, I wasn't trying to hide anything on purpose, which leads to the playground response of, oh yeah, I'll prove it then, which, He'll have to do, and although I bet he'd rather respond with a, yeah, shut up, whatever, the whole thing for the governor is a bad look. And finally, I have to share the weirdest headline that I've seen in a while. It's from UW Eau Claire, and it reads, quote, health benefits of forest bathing for kids. Forest bathing. What? My initial reaction was a mix of confusion and alarm and irresistible, irresistible stare at the car crash curiosity. Unintentionally the most effective clickbait headline I've seen in months. Here's what I learned. Forest bathing. Also called forest therapy is slow and mindful immersion in a natural setting. The study found that two structured forest bathing walks significantly improved the health and well-being of children and adolescents who have mental health challenges. The improvements were both physiological and psychological in the areas of mindfulness, nature connection, mood states, placeful or place meanings, and physiological health In the study, 12 participants ages 9 to 14 years engaged in two one-hour guided forest therapy experiences on a half-mile forest trail. Okay, 
So I have a lot of reasonable questions like, why do we have to take a concept like spending time in nature and give it a completely weird name like forest bathing? Can you think of anything more cringy than saying forest bathing for kids? Trust me, from firsthand experience, no, I can't. I'm definitely going to file this one under the playground category of, I could have told you that, Einstein. Spend some time outdoors, spend some time in meditative thought, and it's centering. On that note, since I'm still in the spirit of the holidays, after an enjoyable Thanksgiving weekend and a month of cheery wassailing ahead of me, and since we've just been talking about the outdoors, I will leave you with words of wisdom from founding father Albert Einstein that couldn't tie this all together any more perfectly. Quote, rejoice with your family in the beautiful land of life. Unquote. Have a great second half of your week, and as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.